Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at PositivelyProductive.com resources. So if I were to distill it down, I would say gratitude is the concept of appreciating, which can look like celebration when you share it. Savoring is the pause, taking the moment to be fully present and receive all the good in that moment. If I were to draw a Venn diagram, which is for sure one of my favorite things, I would place gratitude all around since it's awareness and appreciation and then put savoring and celebrating inside but overlapping each other. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zarotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a coach certified in time and stress management, helping overwhelmed clients make space for what matters. Join me each episode as we explore ways to live a more proactive, productive life with topics and guests that speak to simplifying self-awareness, systems, and so much more. I understand overwhelm personally as a fellow multi-passionate entrepreneur wife and mom to kids and cats, and former caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and today I'm going to start this episode by celebrating with you how far the podcast has come. The reason I'm celebrating with you is because you're a major contributor to its success. You're supporting me by listening today, and if you've written a review, left a rating, or shared an episode, that means so much to me. Thank you. Savoring and celebrating is our topic today, so on the way to that, I'd love to get meta and walk my own talk. Here are some details about the Positively Living podcast that have me most excited. We're currently on episode 159, not including bonus episodes and a trailer, which means we've gotten past some huge milestones in the podcasting world. When you pass 25, 50, 100 episodes, it's a big deal. Now we're at 150 and still going strong. That's one episode a week for nearly three years. And the podcast has hit and remains in the top 5% of podcasts worldwide. That's a global ranking out of over 3 million podcasts. Now, please don't make me do the math, but I know it's definitely worth celebrating. The podcast has recently blown past 23,000 downloads, which still boggles my mind. And there are tons of amazing five-star ratings and reviews with comments in them like, the topics that Lisa and her guests discuss have really helped me become even more self-aware. I'm a better person for listening. I love all the information I've been receiving in a positive and easy to digest way. After listening to your episodes, I generally feel inspired and motivated, but in a more productive, let's do this kind of way. You approach the material differently than a lot of people. You bring your kindness and consideration to the way you approach the material. It's very refreshing to listen to, actually. Wow. See, this is why I'm here and why I'm doing what I do. And in order to keep doing that, I need to stop and take in what's happened so far. 
What I just did with you was both savoring and celebrating. I paused to appreciate the aspects that I haven't thought about in a while, or in some reviews I hadn't even seen until I did this episode for you. And then I announced it here. There are many benefits to doing this, which we'll get into, but let's first define the concepts. We'll start with savoring, which is a positive psychology principle. Savoring is the act of stepping outside of an experience to review and appreciate it. Often we fail to stay in the moment and really enjoy what we're experiencing. Savoring intensifies and lengthens the positive emotions that come with doing something that you love. One example I immediately think of is taking that first sip of coffee in the morning. Another example is when you get that special dessert, especially something chocolate for me, and you place it on your tongue and wait and make inappropriate groaning noises, or is that just me? (laughs) Does it always come back to food with you, Lisa? Yes. Yes, it does. Thank you for noticing. But also, it's a very simple way to get the feel of what savoring means. So you can apply it to other aspects of your life. You can savor moments and experiences. You can savor a view, savor a feeling. Savoring is important because it enhances your well-being by amplifying those positive emotions, which in turn counteracts our inherent negativity bias that we're wired to see what's wrong all the time. So this helps reinforce what we're seeing and experiencing that's right, that's good. It's a phenomenal practice in mindfulness and being present. It builds resilience and it strengthens relationships. And if this sounds awfully familiar, like gratitude, you would be right. They are very much connected. The same principle that makes gratitude so important applies to this. What you focus on, you fuel. So, When you savor successful moments and celebrate them, which we'll discuss in a moment, you'll attract more of them. I encourage you to check out prior episodes on the power of gratitude and how you're already practicing it, plus last week's episode on therapeutic journaling, which connects beautifully to this approach. All right, let's talk celebration. Celebration involves recognizing and expressing joy, happiness, or a sense of achievement for a specific event, accomplishment, milestone, right? It generally involves creating a positive and festive atmosphere. We're commemorating a significant moment. It's often more outward and communal. You probably think of it in terms of parties, right? And gathering people, birthday celebrations, right? Anniversaries, that sort of thing. To me, the key part here is it feels like savoring when you spot the good thing and celebrating is when you share it outside of you. Again, the connection to gratitude is evident. Remember, gratitude is a mindset or attitude of appreciation and thankfulness for the positive aspects of life. It involves recognizing and acknowledging the goodness, kindness, the benefits you get from others or circumstances, even something from inside of you, right? Gratitude is often inward and it's a personal experience, but it can be expressed outwardly through actions or words of thanks. The practice of it focuses on cultivating a sense of appreciation, contentment, and it's recognizing the positive elements in one's life, big or small. So if I were to distill it down, I would say gratitude is the concept of appreciating, which can look like celebration when you share it. Savoring is the pause, 
taking the moment to be fully present and receive all the good in that moment. If I were to draw a Venn diagram, which is for sure one of my favorite things, I would place gratitude all around since it's awareness and appreciation and then put savoring and celebrating inside but overlapping each other. I'll give you an example of how savoring and celebration have come up in my life. I've been lucky enough to visit Universal Studios with my family. I am a huge Harry Potter fan and a Hufflepuff, obviously. And to be able to see the wizarding world of Harry Potter was breathtaking and exhilarating. If you go to my Instagram account and scroll back through the reels, you can see videos and photos of these moments. I went with my family, my husband, and my two kiddos. I've got a tween and a teen. And it was an amazing family vacation in general, but those moments in the wizarding world were very special for me. My description alone of this is a form of gratitude that I have for this experience. I don't take it for granted. Not everybody gets to do this kind of thing. And I'm thinking of the time and effort my husband put into planning this trip and the money that we were able to make to be able to go and create these special memories with our kids, how I was able to experience it with people that I love and to see things that when you talk about creatives at their best, this world is definitely one of them. Throughout these moments, there were a lot of action and crowds and excitement, right? A lot of activity. You could be pulled along in the throng. But I would pause and take a breath and take it all in to fully appreciate the details. I remember when I went through the entrance, which was diagonally where the bricks were, and I stepped into the world for the first time, feeling awe, <laughs> feeling a bit overwhelmed, like trying to spot all the details and feeling so excited to be in this place that I had only read about. When I got my first butterbeer, I drank it slowly. And I highly recommend the frozen one, by the way, that to me is the best. And when I walked through the Hogwarts queue, looking at the incredibly detailed theming, all of that, those moments, that was savoring. When my kids went on one of the most popular rides in the entire theme park, Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure, and came off of it glowing, we stopped right there and asked them to tell us everything about the ride, and they proceeded to share all the details. How incredible it was, how much they loved it, who they were on the ride with, because they went a single rider, so they were on the ride with different people. How they felt in those moments you know, what happened during the ride, all of that, that was celebrating for all of us. And it was definitely savoring for them. However, you relate these all to each other, savoring and celebrating are the key to being more present and to building resilience. So why don't we do this more? I see three things that block us. And to help you remember them, they all start with B, busy, bragging, and big. The busy part. Well, we live a busy life. It doesn't allow for much time to stop and smell the roses, so to speak. Our society isn't wired for pausing. We've had to create mindfulness and meditation classes to teach people to stop and breathe and be. We also struggle to see savoring as a beneficial action, although 
it's getting there, right? The more we keep this conversation going, the more you share episodes like this, the more we're going to get people to think about it. But for the most part, we still tend to deprioritize it. Now, when it comes to celebrating, I think we perceive it as events only, like parties. And that takes time and money, which again encourages us to pass. The next B is bragging. Sometimes expressing gratitude can be a wonderful experience, especially in the form of gratitude for others. Saying thank you, that's a beautiful thing. And it's generally very well received. But when we want to express gratitude for something that's gone well for us, and especially when we celebrate it, which means sharing it with others, that doesn't always land as well. Everyone sees it as bragging, and we've made this such a negative thing. Now, while parents are somewhat allowed to get away with it, to an extent, there is a limit, the minute we try to share our own achievements, it becomes less than acceptable. I think it's time to change that. I mean, kids do it all the time. Hey, look what I just did, you know? I think that's what we need to do too. Let's brag on ourselves and each other. And not in the way you think. Bragging doesn't mean I'm better than you. We need to get over that. Bragging means I did a thing and I need to say something so that I can encourage myself to keep going. So maybe we need another word. It's not bragging and it's not negative. It's really important to celebrate every W. If you're struggling to celebrate what you do, I'm here. Message me. You can find me on social media or through my Connect page on my website and brag away. The third B is big. The last of the three reasons I named big because I see way too often how we feel the only things worthy of celebrating are the big things in life. And if we buy into that, we are missing out on way too much. Think of the saying, good things come in small packages. It's time to look for the small and to honor it. In episode 132, one of the ways I told you you were already practicing gratitude was when you pay attention to the little things. You don't want to let life pass you by or take moments for granted, so you watch for them and acknowledge them. This tactic is especially important for habits, which you can apply to your personal and professional life. When you start a habit, you need to start small. That's the best way to build on it and to ensure that you remain consistent and that you accomplish your goals. That means you need to celebrate the small. When you're learning and growing, you will stumble. That's just a fact. So celebrating what went right is key to encouraging you to keep going. This is the resilience part, and it's necessary to achieve your goals. So how can you savor and celebrate more? Here are four simple ways to help you get started. Number one, keep searching for moments to be mindful and fully present. Look for that small stuff. Engage your senses and notice the details of positive experiences. And I'm talking the simplest experiences. Like every time I get ice cream. Yep, back to food again. Okay. Every moment, right? Mundane moments, especially like being in a store or a restaurant or even in a line waiting for something. If you search for a moment of just pure laughter with someone who's dear to you, what a great thing to savor. Number two is share and discuss positive experiences with others. This is where gratitude, savoring, and celebrating all meet together. It's not a brag. It's sharing your joy. Number three, 
Try a gratitude journal and reflect on the good things in life. And here's where you can get specific. You can get granular. And the more you dig, the more you'll find to appreciate. And the more you're able to appreciate and do it in detail, the more you will practice savoring. Now, savoring is very much being present. So gratitude and journaling may be a reflection of that, but you can capture that moment that you savored. And here's why. Number four is to review what you write. This is great for anything. I mean, it was great for me to look back at what I've written, what people have written about the podcast, you know, to review so much of this that it was easy for me to let it pass by. So when you put details in a journal, let's say, of what you savored, what you experienced, what you're celebrating, you'll be able to relive it when you read it later. Your brain experiences it like it's the first time when you review it. If you're listening to this and thinking you're ready to savor and celebrate a bit more, then I am so excited for you because it's going to make a huge difference in your life. You're going to get those important dopamine hits that propel you ahead, and you're going to attract more good things in your life. If you're convinced this sounds like a good idea with the savoring, but the celebrating is hard, Lisa, I I don't want to brag. Well, then I would encourage you to start with the savoring. That's being present, spotting, noticing it. That's, That's just you, right? Alone. And take those moments and then start small with the celebrating. And that's where I can help. It's actually a big part of what I do when coaching my clients. In each session, we celebrate the smallest and sometimes unexpected steps. Many times my clients feel a bit surprised that I'm calling out an action that they took for granted. Our motto here is to take the W every time you can. So what's a win you can celebrate? And who can you celebrate it with? Hopefully you have someone or maybe a community in your life who will celebrate with you. But remember, I'm here for you too. So message me and brag away. I will cheer like crazy for you. And if you want me to cheer you on regularly, head to my website, PositivelyProductive.com, and connect with me. You can grab my free multi-passionate toolkit and hop on my mailing list, or we can have a discovery call. It's up to you, and I'm looking forward to connecting. Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to PositivelyProductive.com slash connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to PositivelyProductive.com slash resources.